Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. It's all in one place and it's free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recreating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available now on Spotify. Of course, they're optional. And when you want to take your conversations with your fans to the next level, the Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking and to get the conversation going. With Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including podcast ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Listen, ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it has truly taken my show to a whole new level, especially with having the options like the video podcast, the Q&As and the polls, and has let me be creative in a completely different way and connect with my audience in a completely different way as well. So I highly recommend that you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or either go to the website, which is spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Hey guys, welcome to the Girl Techno Podcast. I am your host, Shawnee Sanders, and we have a really good show for you guys today. We have special guest, Kate Glendon, with us. And for those of you who don't know, Kate is a life coach. She focused on mindset and wellness, which I'm so super excited to talk about. She's been doing it since 2022. She has a background in um, public health, a master's degree in public health. She's also coupled that with 15 years experience of focusing on total wellness. And she helped women identify those things Things that are causing you distress, frustration, or just maybe those blockers that, that you can't get over that hump. So guys, welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good show. I, I'm super excited about this because me and my girlfriends have been talking about mindset for like I don't know how long now, especially when it comes to our weight loss journey. But overall, when it comes to just achieving something in your life, we understand that your mindset is everything. And so I'm super excited to have you on this show. I think you're going to be very beneficial to our listeners because I know a lot of people struggle with just focusing, being able to focus on the thing, goals they want to achieve when it comes to weight, just personal things in their life or career things as well, because I believe mindset has to do with all of that. You know what I mean? But before we get into any of those, I I have questions. I want to first start with, let's get the story behind, coming from your public health background, let's get the story behind what made you decide to transition over into life coaching. So I think it was my experience with um, trying every diet in the the world. So I totally get it. And it reminds that thing. being completely burnt out and stressed from work Mm -hmm. um, and just not feeling good in my body no matter what size I was or no matter what I wore or how I was done up. So I was like, and not maybe also being around the type of people that were empowering. So they weren't clapping for me. Um, They were doing the opposite. (laughs) So I was like, um, something has to change here. And so at first it starts with me, right? So mm-hmm. I have to do yep. internal and kind of like do some deep work. Like what were my triggers and, and sticking points? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, I, ha- I have something special here. I'm already doing some, some work with people voluntarily for free um, to help them get back on their um, feel better to me path. And I was mm-hmm. like, so, you know, I'm going to get trained um, as a life coach. And then, 
take it a step further and get trained as a mindset coach because Mm -hmm. it really all does come back to the mind. And so I started my business because I have a passion for helping women um, just get that confidence back to get back to that, you know, harmony of living and having a balanced and healthy life because I had lived so long without one and Mm -hmm. it really takes a toll on you. Yeah, it it really do. Um, You know, especially when it comes to weight loss over a certain age, like I'm over 40. And it's like when you hit a certain age, it is so difficult to one, wrap your mindset around the fact that, okay, I'm no longer in my 20s. My body is different. I, I can't burn, you know, fat as like I used to. I can't work out my knees are bothering my back is hurting so it's like you (laughs) you i you you recognize that okay i'm not like i used to be and so my mindset changes and it gets in a place where it's like man how am i even gonna do this at this age now with my like i said your busy life work being a wife being a mom it's like it can really take the back end but yet you look at yourself in the mirror and you say i don't even recognize this person in the mirror you know what i mean I like looked at myself and I'm like, Kate, you are, you're gray. Like you're yeah. just like, you know, you're not there. You need to do something. And yeah. I think, you know, as we age, it does unfortunately get a lot harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't get away with like those weekend binges of food and alcohol and just yeah. whatever you choose to do to or not taking care of your health. Um and it is hard, but I mean, age is just a number, right? So you yeah, want yeah. to be able to be like, okay, that's great. I'm at, you know, what can I do now so that I feel 20? Yeah. And so, you know, it's so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you got to take that out as for what it is and just yeah. be like, okay, this is what I'm going to start here, but it's a small goal and simple change. Yeah. So that you're not just going to go run a half marathon and eat all like, <laughs> juices and vegetables in the world no you're just going to evaluate see what you think is working and what's not yeah and i think like have some self-compassion for yourself right because you've got this far yeah. in your life focus on those accomplishments and like yeah. what's not working like yeah. what are your pinpoints yeah what what do you think when it comes to mindset um what do you think is like the biggest blocker for most people in your business that want to achieve something, uh, want to achieve weight loss goal, want to achieve maybe career success? Like I said, because I believe mindset goes with all of that and how we think about ourselves and what we believe. And then it comes into like manifestation. So do manifestation play a part in retraining your mindset into believing like, hey, I am I am healthy because, you know, you get to a certain age. It's not about being skinny. It's about being healthy. You know what I mean? And being fit and feeling strong. I had a trainer once tell me when I was training with her, she was in her late fifties and she was very fit and strong. And she was like, you know, as you get older, it's not about being skinny. It's about being strong, being able to continue to walk up those stairs and being able to continue to do carry things and not like your bones just shriven up. And now you can't do the things you used to do. So what do you think is like some of the blockers when it comes to trying to shift that mindset and trying to get people to think more positively? Because I know it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to do it. Right. And like, it's so hard. And let's just yeah. be honest. We're not going to be positive 100% <laughs> of the time. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> because that's just not, that's just that's not possible sometimes. You know, yeah. we're going to have periods of, of upset. And that's what pushes us further um, and grows us. But, mm-hmm. you know, the old saying says, like, karma will always catch up with you. So if you're putting good things in the universe, it's going to come back to you. Yeah. And if you're doing mantras or like positive affirmations, they have to be ones that are personalized for you. Mm. So ones that, you know, fit for you, like maybe you're not a morning person. So you just say, I wake up early. I wake up when my alarm goes off, you know, just simple things like that. But mm-hmm. for mindset, a lot of it is like what we um, like our thoughts become our feelings and our feelings becomes our results. So mm-hmm. if your thing, your feelings and results may not be the best ones. Maybe they're negative. Maybe that self chatter in your head is not serving you. You wouldn't talk to a friend like that, but you know, for some reason we all think it's okay to talk to ourselves really horribly. Yeah. So that produces results that do not aid in our behavior of feeling good about ourselves. So that's kind of where we start. Like, so why do you have this thought or limitation Mm -hmm. in your life? Is it something that you learned as a child? Is it something that 
you know, was brought on by a comment or you read, you know, what is holding you back and how can we change that um, thought to become a more positive feeling so that your actions are working towards your goals and yeah. just focusing on that 1% change, which leads to another change, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, also, you know, when I think about it, it's that like, what is it, how important that is, is routine or being habitual when it comes to mindset changes. Is it important to have a routine to say, hey, because I know I started doing this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to change my mindset. I need to get focused. I think I need to have a routine. I need to be able to schedule my workouts and I need to be able to schedule or even just, you know, even meal prepping is just so hard for me to do sometimes, but just trying to figure out what I'm going to have. So I'm like, do I need to be more regimented? Do I need to have a routine and try to stick to that routine in order for me to achieve this goal I'm trying to achieve or either just help me change my mindset? Like, what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question, right? So um, I like to call it like calendar integrity. Like, how do you mm. want to show up every day? And so if you hate meal prepping, like, why do you hate it? Because <laughs> yes. it takes forever, right? Yeah, it takes time. So I mean, this is a common, like, this is the third time this has come up for me this week. And I'm like... <laughs> Everyone, they pre-cut vegetables in the grocery store now. Just yeah. buy pre-cut. That's true. You know, buy the frozen ones, right? So you have yeah. to find a way that that works for you. And if meal prepping is just isn't something that you want to take on, okay. you could still you know prep before each like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, let's not like try on a new body or person that doesn't doesn't feel right to you yeah but you need to take some kind of action every day so scheduling your workouts i think are really important and mm -hmm. especially getting them done when you you know if you're a morning person i like to do that because get yeah, it me done. Too. yeah and then you have like almost like the hardest thing accomplished done you've done one thing for yourself and then if it is eating healthy like just looking at your sunday or whatever day you look maybe you don't look in the morning like yeah. what do you need to get through the day what foods do you need and like what is your personal development for that day do you have a mantra you're going to repeat a couple times are you going to be writing three things you're grateful for and this just come and creates that ab abundance mindset mm -hmm. and then it keeps you accountable like um in my when you subscribe to my email list you get like a weekly free freebie and a couple of emails about wellness and we talk about that and we give you a calendar mm. so that you can write oh, down that's good. your daily plans um and weekly goals and that way you know you're always leaving a block because life happens things mm -hmm. get pushed off um or come unexpected that you have a time on fridays to do so yeah um, so it's hard especially if you have children or you're yeah. taking care and yeah. you work multiple jobs like it's oh. hard to balance things and sometimes <laughs> yeah. people have jobs where like it's they don't have lunch breaks they they work 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 and then yep. they're done and yeah. so it's like how do we accommodate your schedule to meet your goals yeah and i think that's important too for a lot of people is that how do i work this into my lifestyle you know because when i think about you know weight loss and wellness and because even self-care i think is a part of wellness you know and Absolutely. i feel like and i feel like i just don't do enough of that and i know a lot of people that just don't do enough of that because like you said when you're busy working you're, you're a mom and you got kids and you gotta cook you gotta clean house you gotta do i feel like i'm consistently doing laundry but that's just another story um and it's like how do you how do you fit everything in? How do I schedule that? How do I, I plan that without it feeling like it's a chore for me, you know? But I guess, like you said, it just goes back to my mindset because my mind is telling me, oh, this is just a chore, you know? Right? <laughs> and, and you know, it's going to be there tomorrow. And if you don't do it, it's going to get worse. And it's just yes. like, okay, you know, what if it's just like, okay, cool. I, you know, have this great experience of now mm -hmm. wearing this new shirt again. <laughs> Yes. You know, um, and you know, it's something to do. Um, sometimes people think like folding clothes is very stress relieving. So if mm -hmm. you could just like put on some music and just like make it your thing, your time away from everyone to do it um, mm -hmm. is another way of thinking about it.
Yeah. Yeah. It's that's just true. like our thoughts of where, you know, you know, those times where it's like, oh, I really don't want to go to this birthday party. And oh, yeah. You go with that feeling. And the birthday party is not fun because you've already put in your mind that you were not going to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, you know, don't put any thoughts or, or, you know, keep laundry neutral. It's always going to be there. It's there. You need it so you don't smell. And yeah. Do it. <laughs> exactly. So being intentional, which is why I, put this as a part of the title being intentional about your steps in your day is a very important part of mindset change then absolutely you have to mm-hmm. be intentional because to to change your mind it's not like an overnight one breakthrough it mm-hmm. is ups and downs it's it's hard there yeah. is emotions with it but the thing is keep doing it and eventually yeah. you'll be like wow if you react differently to one situation or you are, you know, successfully like preparing for a week or a day, like that's huge. And you have to celebrate that. Like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the day that you go out with friends and you choose the salad or you don't choose the alcohol or yeah, you choose to go to the family party and you bring something that is healthy for you to eat. Yeah. Um, is also important. And, you know, there's going to be people, especially in families that, may not have the best mindset Mm -hmm. and we have to accept that that's who they are and it's like what are we going to show up when they say those things to us and how are we going to react yeah at some place something like oh can i get you a drink and and be moving on but so that you're not engaging with it it's not you know it's not going to mess with your energy you're protecting yourself yeah, because, you know, it, weight loss and healthy overall is an emotional state and people can trigger, words can trigger you because I know a lot of us, we, I could do, like for me, for example, I could do really good with eating during the week, but when it comes to the weekends, like you said before, I just, I don't know what it is about the weekends. I just feel like, oh, I can have this bag of chips, like the whole bag. It'll be okay. You know, I worked out all week, so why not take this bag of chips and so me and my friends we call it trying to win our weekends right (laughs) we're just like we have to win our weekends because it is a struggle on the weekends and i don't know i I don't know if you know like what is it about the weekend that makes most people just kind of like want to binge eat or just do whatever and just throw the plan out the window yes it's freedom like you're like woo i made it through the week because we all like look forward to friday yeah yes and we're like Mm -hmm. we're gonna do whatever we can and usually that's through food right yeah because although food is fuel and self-care yes it's very hard um because food is culture food is tradition food Mm -hmm. is friends and family so being with a set of people like your girlfriends and doing walks and coffee instead of brunch and mimosas yes it's very different yeah Um, you're you're happy doing it but it's a very weird change and um you know it's it's being able to have that become part of a normal lifestyle and also to remember that you know Mondays don't have to be scary or suck. It, it's just a Monday that's going to get you to pay your bills and, and you're going to find something valuable about the week that's going to help you. Yeah. I mean, so many of us are tired and stressed or don't like our job and, and mm-hmm. afraid of, you know, to get the Sunday scaries. Well, why? Like, why does it have to be that way? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, I'm used to crying on, on Sundays, but then I was like, no, because like I'm adding value to mm-hmm. my life and to my job and let's see what this week has to bring me. Yeah. And it's so funny you mentioned um, traditions because it's. I just had this conversation not too long ago where I had this epiphany where I feel like when I was thinking about my relationship with food and I think about when I celebrate, I, we eat when we're sad, when we go to funerals, we eat. And it's like, food is a part of every emotion. You know, when we're angry, we eat sometimes, you know, it's, it's such an emotional journey with food. And it's like, how do, how do I, because it's been such generational for me, like I've been raised to know that this is your relationship with food. When we're happy, we have something to eat. When we gather with friends, we have something to eat. When we have parties, we have something to eat. It's so hard to break those generational habits when you're so used to associating food with almost everything. Like we get happy. Me and my girlfriend, we get so happy when we talk about food. It's like, oh my God, yeah, let's get together. Let's have some some wine. Oh, what are we going to eat? 
you know we get like super happy is it the fermos i don't know what it is but food really it gets you going and it's like i i have to change my mindset and my relationship with food and i have to be happy about the foods that are not like chips and i don't know french fries and try to do and substitute i'm just rambling here i'm sorry because i'm just like i'm just going to this different thing you know what i'm hearing is like yes food is a, is from you know from back in the day to now was mm-hmm. a place that people gathered and it yeah. still is and it still should be right because yeah you just do it in a way where you know you're cooking things that are healthier yeah. So maybe yep. you're hosting it or you're going to try different like healthy places or, you know, and it still can be that way. You know, mm-hmm. you can still get excited and do the foodie and do the self, you know, grams about the food, but you're just looking at it as a different way. Like you need this food to feel better and you're all doing it together rather than the every weekend indulgences and just try to, you know, make that more of a specialty thing than an every weekend thing. Yeah. Because yeah. in life, it's all about balance and, and moderation. And so you yeah. can still have those things just like not every day or every weekend uh, because then all the hard work that you do during the, the week, it just goes away. And so there, then we go into why, you know, why is it on this these two days that you forgot? Like, yes. you know, yeah. So, you know, remembering your goal and intention and, and, you know, trying to do that on the weekend is important too. So like every morning doing a little bit of mindset on what do you want your day to look like? Like, how do you want to feel at the end of the day mm-hmm. you know, and what's going on? Because there's always an event. There's always a holiday. There's always, always something to, to do. And you know what? Food's going to be there because we need yeah. food to stay alive. Yeah. And so it's just that, you know, we kind of change how we view it. Like I always say like, mm, is that worth, like, is that worth the calories at the party? Like I could buy my own chips. I don't need to eat theirs. Like, yeah. you know, especially, you know, is that like a specialty cake that someone made that maybe is worth having a slice of it? And always remembering the first taste you know, is the best yeah. taste. Yeah. You don't really remember the last. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What do you recommend to a working mom who, um, you know, when you have a family, you have to cook, right? And they're not necessarily going to eat what you eat. But do you think it's best to say, hey, you know, because sometimes it's difficult to cook for the family. Then you got to cook something separate for you, right? Because you don't want to eat what they eat. Do you think it's best to say, hey, let's try to get the whole family on a much more healthier lifestyle and try to redirect them from all the bad things that we have been eating, you know what I mean? To just put them in a different position. Is it easier, you think, to recommend that to the working mom? For the working mom, like if you're wanting to switch over the family's eating, it's, you know, it's a great experience to do it all together mm-hmm. where you're teaching children like what foods make you strong. And mm-hmm. so involving them in the process of, hey, you know, these are the items that we have, like, try to make a meal out of them you know yeah. so they're involved with it you know it's hard when you have picky eaters because if you do you're automatically oh needing an extra yes. meal yeah but um and then you know sometimes you just have you know it may not meet your goals but you have to be okay with eating food that they're not eating mm-hmm. um and eventually they'll be they'll pick up on your habits because they're watching what you're doing yeah even though they may not say it they're watching and so always talking about, you know, oh, these are really good for your body rather than this is a bad food and this is a good food. And just as, you know, this is a food we eat like on special occasions or, you know, something like that, because then it helps involve everyone and, and then, you know, take them to the store. It's a good way to educate them too, Mm -hmm. um, because eventually they have to go make food choices and they'll have that, that information because most people don't, don't have that, don't get that. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, that's one way I would suggest to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But it all depends on what your family likes. And sometimes it's hard. And yeah. if you have sports, your eating schedule could be just oh. like so many things on the run. So yeah. really like take advantage of the moments when the family can sit down together. Cause those are great ways to have communication, you know, mm-hmm. and research shows the more meals that you can have together with a family, the more dialogue and the more communication and more trust that's built within the family. 
Yeah. Let me ask you this too. When it comes to, um, cause I've not been there before where you get to a place where you can drop the weight, you feel good about yourself. You're looking your best, but then for some reason it, you kind of fall off. And I, and I don't know what that is. It, and you know, in your experience in dealing with, um, you know, some of your clients in, have they ever got to a point where they've gotten the weight off, they're feeling good, but then all of a sudden it just kind of like slows down and the weight come back. How do you deal with that? What is that mindset? How do you deal with that? Yeah. So for my clients and for myself, when I deal mm-hmm. with that maintenance of a, of a weight or go, going through the diet is, is harder than losing the weight. Yes. Because yes. Like you're, you know, you have this free for all and it's just kind of, you still have to, um, have that balance and moderation, mm-hmm. but realizing what your new goal is and that is to not just think like this is a freedom ride like if you want to stay here you have to continue to do the good habits they're just a little bit easier now to do because you've gotten to that weight loss um Mm -hmm. so you know having an extra day or two out is going to affect you just like it would when you're on a diet and so sometimes we might be more loosey with our diet or track or you know, have that extra, you know, celebration food because yeah. oh, we can, we lost the weight. And yeah, so it's the mindset, that, yeah. like, you know, don't have that mindset of you can't affect me. Like I'm better than that. Like, no, you're still working on your health and you want to feel good. So extra cake and extra fried food is not going to. Yeah. And you know, you get so disappointed. Like, how do you deal with that defeated attitude when you're like, man, I did all this work. I worked to get all this weight off. And now here it is again. And now I got to go through the process again. And then I think the mindset comes in. It's like, okay, what can I do to lose this weight quickly? What cabbage soup diet? Like, what do you say to that person who's like on that cabbage soup diet? Oh, just one smell. Of either the person that does like i see people do liquid diets and i don't know how they're able to do that for long term is that that's what i mean like what do you say that person who always want to jump on that next fad that's come out to try to do this thing quickly and i tell people this is one of my favorite quotes i I saw and it's like you know um one of my favorite things is that progress is slow so you got to be in it for the long haul so what do you tell that person who's like I'm just trying to get this done quick. I'm trying to get into this outfit. I'm trying to get to Hawaii, you know, just trying to a short-term goal versus long-term. Yeah. I would just be like, why, why now? <laughs> you know, um, because any short-term goal or starvation type of diet to get you to the, you know, uh, that whatever it, it only like only affects and slow down your metabolism, mm-hmm. but it puts you in a state of desperation and starvation. And so, you know, you have to take time out of the equation and whether it takes you a year or two years to reach the weight or body confidence that you need, yeah. does it really matter if you reach that goal? You know, as long as you're reaching it, why should it matter how long it takes you? And so sometimes you're going to fail because just like an, you know, an EKG machine, you go up and down and smooth line up and down. Um, and I wouldn't call it failure. I would just look at it with compassion and see what the situation that it was. Was it, you know, what caused you to kind of just go on a different road? Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you get lost in the process? And sometimes that happens. You know, we forget our intention that we want or someone yeah. said something to us to trigger us or we went on vacation and, and didn't want to get back on. So asking those questions like, okay, why did I get off course or why do I feel like I need a short term result? What am I, am I feeling embarrassment or shameful? You know, are people going to notice that I gained weight? Like, you know, and I think it's like what we think other people think. Um, so just being kind to ourselves and it's like, it's just, you know, it's just the way it is. It, if it came on, it can come off. Like it's not permanent. Um, and life is fluid. So weights mm-hmm. will change. Yeah, it does change. How, how closely are your beliefs associated with your mindset when you're trying to shift your mindset? So close. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. And because when you think about relationships, you think about what we believe and stuff like that in our mindset. And I just know the mind is such a powerful tool. 
you know what I mean? It has the ability to make or break us, you know, and body positivity is such a huge thing now that's trending. How do you deal with the client that is maybe doesn't have that body positivity about themselves and struggles with that even through the weight loss? Because some people even lose the weight and still, I guess that's around confidence, still don't have the confidence that they need in order to see that, to see all what they've accomplished. And so that's where what I would, I go to journaling for, you know, mm -hmm. and I tell them to like, let's write down everything that you've accomplished. Let's write down what you're thinking. Yeah. And what are some facts and maybe, and usually some of the thoughts are just what we're thinking and are feeling and are not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of getting them to think cognitively about you know, what is a fact versus a feeling and thought? Because mm -hmm. maybe something sat with them or was said to them that they still haven't dealt with and that now we have to deal with that. Yeah. And maybe they didn't have the support and nurturing growing up to mm -hmm. have confidence or they were put down. So that's where we then have to work because if we don't work there, the, the body confidence will never go up. Maybe they had body confidence, they wore something, <laughs> they thought they were looked great in and someone said something to them and that's all that really takes. That's it, so, that's all it takes, yeah. Words, you know, they stay with you and now, you know, you don't wanna hide yourself in clothes. I, I've done that for so many <clears throat> years. Cause it's just normal. Like I don't want anyone looking at me because I used to be bigger, you know, yeah. way more and it feels uncomfortable. So, you know, it's, it takes time <clears throat> to be, be there. And that's where you need your friend support too. Um, but just because you lose weight or, you know, you have a good mindset doesn't mean you're always going to have the confidence to, to go with the, the size of your weight or size of your clothes. And that's where we look about, well, let's take away the sizes, the weight, the scale, and let's like, just look at the whole health of you. Like how do yeah. you feel as, as what is missing from like your real life? What's not working here? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then it could be a whole nother spectrum of relationships and emotionship, emotions that we haven't touched upon. Yeah. How much childhood trauma, um, do you think you're, are you experiencing your clients that had childhood trauma when it comes to weight loss? Like you said, things that was said to them as a child and that affects their relationship or affects their mindset with trying to achieve um, this healthy journey or just achieve anything, honestly. I think it affects a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I think the way that kids are, because they just don't know their brains not fully developed is can be mean. And so when you're yeah. bullied or, you know, if you just ate less, like someone had said to me and worked out, you wouldn't be fat. Well, mm. I mean, that, that hurts because they did work out and I did eat healthy, you know, yeah. or, you know, having family parties where you were rewarded with food, you had food, everything yeah. involved like dessert, your, you know, your culture could be Italian and that involves heavy meals, mm -hmm. or maybe you didn't have a lot of food as a child. And so when you get the food, you eat all of it because of this, you don't know when you're going to eat again. Yeah. So, you know, if your family and your a mom or whoever is taking care of you, isn't talking about food <clears throat> and is it in a, in a positive way, it's yeah. going to affect you. Like my, like, my mom was always dieting. So if you're, you know, that was like, kind of fell onto me. Like I was always dieting. Like yeah. it was just normal. It's always, you know, Oprah was dieting. I mean, yeah. everyone was. So Everybody like, was. It was like the know, thing to do. Like a common thing that mm -hmm. always like, you know, dieting or make a comment. Oh, I know I shouldn't eat this or, you know, so why do we have to call it a diet? Why do, why can't it just be like, I'm choosing this today? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's it's so crazy because even when we think about social media um, and how people look at social media, look at, you know, images on social media and envy other people, um, body types. And like I said, I, I follow a lot of people, trainers that work out and I'm like, man, it just looks so great. I just I just want to look like that. You know what I mean? Is it would you tell your client, hey, let's not focus on what somebody else look like. Let's just try to get your journey and what you can achieve because we all I think a, a lot of us do it and look at other people and just be like oh god I wish I look like that you know do you Absolutely. deal with that yeah 
But you're mm -hmm. only seeing a five second second video at the gym that you yeah. know that they probably took five seconds of one gym session. They may not be at the gym every day. It's just <laughs> proposed to you through social media can be very persuasive. Mm -hmm. And so they're just opening up their closet. Uh, very good posts. Like, let's be real. I'll tell you what real is. It's dragging yourself to the gym and throwing yourself <laughs> in there and on the treadmill and going yes. every minute and like clapping yourself for getting to 20 minutes yeah you know this, it's ugh. not easy mm -mm. and it 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 looks a little ugly sometimes because we're not used to it we don't want to be there but we're we're there and once we leave there the endorphins kick in mm -hmm. but i think the fact of the matter is let's be true change isn't easy and no. you have to overcome that by having focus desired on your goals and outcomes and knowing that this step is going to connect you to the next step and whatever goal that you're intended to be. Yeah, it, it's so right when you said drag yourself because I know it's like those days you get up and you just like, especially in the winter, it's like, oh God, I don't even want to do this. Or either I'm, I'm up early already, we're getting the kids on the bus and then I'm just like tired and then I'm like, well, should I just work out? And if I go back and lay down. So it's like, yeah, just having that motivation to pull yourself out of bed and put yourself in a place where, okay, let me, let me at least get the workout in. Cause I'm, a lot of my mindset is like, let me at least get the workout in. I'll deal with the food later because that's one of the things I think I struggle with. It's like, I can get the workout in. It's the eating part that is giving me all my issues. It's being able to commit to an eating plan. Like, would you, do you recommend eating plans for your clients and said, Hey, get on, you know, maybe count calories or have some type of eating plan. Or do you think it's more just, you got to adapt to eating, eating a certain way in your lifestyle? That's a great question. So the way that I practice is I want to know what you like and dislike, and I want to mm -hmm. know your schedule. And then I work to help you learn how to create a meal and yeah. learn how to implement that every day rather than giving you a piece of paper and telling you what to eat. Cause I'm not teaching you anything that way. Yeah. You're not, yeah. you know, you're, if I take that piece of paper away, what do you know? You know what I mean? So exactly. My, you know, I want to know. And if you have like with my clients, okay, you have an event coming up this week or you're going to a wedding or mm -hmm. let's talk about how we're going to handle like what's going on there. What do you want to enjoy? Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And so I think, you know, you know, knowing, you know, and it's up to the client too. Like if they're, if they're really into, you know, tracking their food, then that, then we work with that. But if it's just getting someone to prepare a meal and follow and eat it that day or, or, you know, follow eating a healthy, healthy one day a week, that's where we start. Then we add a second day in, you mm -hmm. know, so you, so it's very achievable. Mm -hmm. That way you build confidence in the person and you build, it becomes a more of a routine and then you crave it once you're, you know, once you go away for a while and you're off your routine, you feel a little out of whack and then yeah. you come back and you know exactly what to do because it's a learned habit and you understand mm -hmm. why it works. Yeah. That's why I think, like you said, the balance is important um, when you're trying to get healthy and be healthy and get on a, a plan because it's the balance that you need. I, I have friends who will do certain types of diets where they just go, oh, I'm doing no carbs. Like they go cold turkey on everything. And I look at them, I'm like, you're going to want a carb sooner or later. I'm like, I know, I mean, you've been eating carbs your entire life. You know, is it is it okay to go cold turkey on something? Or do you think you can still implement certain things into your eating habits? You just don't have to eat it like with every meal. Is it okay to say, hey, you can still have some things you enjoy? Or do you believe that um, you got to have some type of elimination process when it comes to changing your your eating habits? I guess it would be like the, what your eating habits are, right? Like yeah. if you're having pounds of sugar in your coffee or soda every day, we're going to start quickly removing that yeah. um, just, be for, just for to prevent pre-diabetes and that's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. But going like, what is the reason if there's not a health reason why you can't have something, then everything should be worked in mm -hmm. for your metabolism to work properly and eats fats, proteins and carbs. Yeah. And um, that's what gets you through the day. And so you need the eat complex carbs to balance your blood sugar. And that's super important. And what people don't realize is that fruits and vegetables have carbs. So, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't want to eat 
every, all the protein you don't need it your body won't be able to process at all so um when you go like very um complete like 360 where you're just like no no fats or no carbs there's going to be a time where your body is going to lose to the fight and then you end up binging on that yeah so why are you putting a limit and restriction on the vital nutrients that you need yeah um based on someone's else's results so everyone's results is personalized to them so i think what you need to we do is like okay well we may have to decrease a little bit here right like maybe Mm -hmm. you're only having half a cup instead of a whole cup Mm -hmm. and work down um and educating why you need to do that um so i'm not a person that believes in eliminating foods or different things it's like you know, we might have to be a very vigilant about our diet in the first month or two to get you the results that you need. But, um, you know, eventually maybe you're going to want to have a brownie. Okay. Yeah. We track it. We work our day around it and we move on. You're not just going to like throw your diet away because, or your car away because it has a flat tire. No, you're just yeah, going to exactly. Yeah, you are. I think that's important for people to know that you do need to have carbs, proteins and fats and stuff like that because, you know, some people feel like, well, I don't need to eat. I mean, I know people don't eat no carbs at all. You know what I mean? And they just kind of eat. I know, right? They just only eat like, you know, protein and veggies and stuff like that. And they really don't allow themselves to even touch it. And I'm just like, you know, I don't want to just do something that's just going to get a certain result. I want to do something that's going to be an actual lifestyle change that I can actually maintain. Because as you said, the maintenance is so hard to do. And I hear right. people say, like, when they do those liquid diets or a cabbage soup diet or whatever, it's like, you know what? You have to maintain what you did in order to maintain the weight off. And it's like, you going to eat cabbage only for the rest of your life in order to keep this weight off? Is it is it even healthy for you? Because like I said, some part, it's about your health. It's not just about, you know, just being small or skinny or looking a certain body type. It's about being overall healthy. Like I said, diabetes, high blood pressure, a lot of that stuff run in my family, you know? And so it's like, it's about health to me versus looking a certain way. I want to be healthy. And it's so important with that. And I think it's important for people to know where they are because, you know, your health is your wealth really that's what it is Mm -hmm. and so when you're not feeling healthy it's going to affect all spectrums of your life Mm -hmm. and i think when you start to restrict things you start to create a stigma around that food Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that yeah yeah you know let's talk about you know when you talk about people feeling stuck do you think with the job and career does that have a major toll on their um overall health and weight loss journey if they feel like, hey, I'm stuck at this job, I'm, I'm unhappy, I don't want to be here. Do you think that has a toll on it? Oh, I know it does. Yeah. Because you're looking, um, your cortisol level from stress is rising, which is mm-hmm. going to kind of add some water weight and belly bloating to you. And you're just going to be depleted with exhaustion because mm-hmm. you're fighting, you know, going to your job every day, which is going to possibly lead to over-exercising to escape it or under exercising, or it could lead to overeating, under eating, you know, over indulgence in other areas as well. So that is a huge aspect. We spend most of our time at work. And if we're not feeling good about work or comfortable or being miserable, it carries into the weekend. It carries yeah. into your relationships. And it's really, I know like, it's really, really heartbreaking and it can uh, really ripple effect into your life. So when that happens, it's like, okay, well, how, what, what is it that you don't like? Is there anything you can control about, you know, being stuck or not liking your job or being burnt out? Is there anything, you know, maybe it's time to move on and look for something else, or maybe it's time to see what, how you can add value to your current position. So you're not burnt out and bored. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is important. You know, today everyone is really on, people are thinking about, you know, their life in terms of like, I want to be happy. I want to be able to be free to do the things I want and um, experience the things that I want. And when you think about that mindset, you know, I think about it in terms of like, are people chasing happiness just because everyone said this is what you're supposed to do? Or are we chasing happiness? Are we really trying to be happy and joyful and change our mindset? Because it's such a trend now where everyone is you know using the word happy and i think happiness is important to people and the same thing when it comes to being more confident especially women and we think about our confidence and um in career in our lives in our relationships you know what are your thoughts on the trend of confidence and happiness is this something that people are just doing or is it something that people are really trying to achieve I think we're in a place in society where it's okay for women to preach being confident. Mm -hmm. Like I think that we've gotten to a place where we're, you know, we're allowed to say that and, and talk about it, which is something that we haven't been able to. So we do have a voice. Yeah. I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, going through COVID people really reflected on their life and want to do stuff that make them happy. But some of that is from what they see on social media. Yeah. Um, you know, and oh, you could, you know, working from home and build your own company. Well, that's really hard, let me mm-hmm. tell you. <laughs> and you gotta have the resiliency to keep going and mm-hmm. have the support to do that. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have ups and downs in life. And it's great for everyone to strive to be happy, but it has to come from a genuine place. Like, what, yeah. you know, what wasn't, why weren't you happy before? Like, that's what I would wanna know. Like, what, le- what, what was it working? Yeah. Um, you know, is it, did something occur that made you feel this way? You know, it's so funny speaking about working from home and I predominantly work from home now and I was in office and I felt like when I was in office, I was more dedicated to my eating habits. And I always thought that if I was to work from home, oh, I know I can do it then. You know what I mean? What is that about? I don't know if you, if you've seen this or you had any clients to talk about this, that, Although you're working from home, it's much harder to eat right. Is it because I'm by the food all the time? Is that what it is? Because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> so yeah. Difficult. Like you're in your home and it's comfortable to continue yes. to snack all day, and it's just like you go in the refrigerator and open it. Like that's all your food you can eat. It's not like you can see <laughs> the other people's lunches when you're working in the office. Exactly. I noticed that too. So I'm glad I asked that question. I was like, man, this is really hard being home and trying to be, even with working out, like when I was working and when I was going in office, oh, I get up, I'm 6 a.m. I'm up, kids are off. I'm up at, I'm like, I'm working out. Now it's like, oh, I'll get up at eight o'clock. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out when I get up. You know, it's like, I'm not prioritizing it like I used to. And I, and that's when I goes back to because I was on a schedule. That's why I had to prioritize it. I had to be to work at a certain time. So I needed to get this done at this time. I need to have my lunch pack. I need to have snacks pack and whatever I need for throughout the day. So that I, so I don't feel like I'm starving. That's what's been happening. That's what I've noticed. I don't know if you had so, any clients that noticed that too. Yeah. So you just treat it like, okay, you're doing the same thing. I mean, yeah. Maybe you don't have to do the food prep or maybe you do mm-hmm. lunch prep and breakfast, but like treat it as you start your day in your office at this time. Yeah. And, you know, just because, but your office is, is here, yeah. um, you know, in your home. So you can sleep a little bit later. You don't have a longer commute, but like, just treat it, you know, and reframe it as, okay, I'm in my, like, I'm in my room, in my space and I'm in the work. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, what tips can you give, um, someone in terms of like getting on the path of changing your mindset? Like what tips can you give? Yeah, it's a lot about reframing what you're thinking and what's causing these and, Mm -hmm. you know, how is it serving you? And, you know, are you hearing what you're supposed to be hearing or are you personalizing your story to it? Right. So Mm. detaching the, you know, detaching your story and your feelings and really write down what's going on. Yeah. You know, and then our, your feelings and then what you're thinking or worrying about and then what is actually true. And so sometimes that helps to reframe like, okay, everything I'm is just worry and fear. And we don't need to work, do that out of our control. All we can do is try to be the best that we can be. And so, you know, how could we be a little bit better each day? So when we're working on our mindset, 
you know, we, you know, try to, if we can't change our thoughts, try to think of something you're grateful for. Because when you think of something you're grateful for, or, you know, it creates abundance in your life and it automatically shifts the way that you're thinking because you're thinking about what you have yeah, rather than what you don't. And that's what a lot of times causes the negative mindset. You're like, I don't have the money. I don't have the house. I don't yeah, have this. Yeah, that does. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't have enough time. We all have everything. It's just how we manage our thoughts about it. So, um, you know, kind of trying to find, do that, yeah. you know, right? What's going on and, and how would the person you want to be show up? So if you're, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be a boss or move up the ladder or, you know, to be a CEO or whatever, how would that CEO or that person that you want to be react to that situation yeah. and have that mindset as someone that, you know, isn't going to be affected by drama or, you know, you know, wouldn't miss a workout because they were tired, you know? Yeah. So you just kind of have to have that mindset as who do I want to be? Uh, you're, you know, I'm going to be healthy on the weekends. So what does yeah. that person do that's healthy on the weekends? Well, they call you, call your friends and you go for a walk. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, have yoga in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You're making some kind of healthy salad and sandwich that you found on TikTok to make. So, like, yes. you know, you're doing stuff like that. Um, and that, and that's where you're showing up. You're overcoming those thoughts by proving them that you, that you can do that yeah. instead of saying, I can't say I am. Let me ask you this question too. Um, why do you think it's so easy for us to just think negatively versus positive thinking? Because positive thinking is hard. That means that like, we actually have to like feel and, and know that we're happy, not have worry, not have fear. And yeah. And to actually believe things are be true. I think life circumstances, people always think someone's out to get them or something yeah. bad's going to happen. Um, and cause we're, you know, a lot of people and grow up with parents that were always worried about money or where their food was going to come or mm-hmm. war and rather just then just having like, okay, like today's a brand new day. Yeah. We focus so much on what didn't go right in our lives and it comes every day. So just, you know, by focusing on what right rather than what went wrong mm-hmm. you're already changing your thoughts yeah yeah you're right because i think a lot of us just kind of start with a especially when um you set a goal for yourself you say okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna work out i'm gonna eat healthy today and when you don't you really do beat yourself up a lot and i think you mentioned before in terms of like give yourself some compassion and some grace because i i know i, I do this too i really get disappointed in myself when i don't do what i said i was gonna do and then that kind of makes you feel like, what am I doing it all for? You know, so we really do beat ourselves up a lot when we don't achieve it. And so what do you, how do you attack that type of mindset when you just kind of beat yourself up when you don't achieve what you said you was going to do? What is that? Isn't gonna, that's not going to achieve your result. You're just making mm-hmm. yourself bigger in a hole. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you feel bad when you don't do the laundry? No, I don't. <laughs> so why do you feel bad if you missed a workout? I, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's the expectations I put on myself. I'm like, I'm expecting to do this. And I guess because it's connected to, I want to get this weight off of me and I need to be committed. And when I'm not committed to something, then I disappoint myself because I'm a person that's very committed to things. I'm very um, structured in certain ways. And when I don't do what I say I'm going to do, then I feel disappointed. And right. what I mm-hmm we have these expectations, they put limits on us. So those Mm -hmm. limits mean we don't meet them, then we fail. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, You know, I don't think that I failed if I have to readjust a deadline. Mm -hmm. I just had to do it because something else came up. So I think that, you know, you're committed if you're, if you continue to do it after you might've had whatever you consider to be an upset in your line to a healthy life um and then to reframe your thoughts on food that there's no good or bad it's a balance and if you are unbalanced just be more balanced at your next meal yeah that's a good way to waste think about too much it. time shaming yourself yeah and I, I think a lot of us do that i think we a lot of us just waste too much time being just down on ourselves about something that we just didn't accomplish you know Absolutely. And yeah we do that a lot and um 
So what do you think is one of the biggest things looking at your, you know, your history and coaching, um, mindset coaching, what do you think is one of the biggest blockers for most people who are trying to be on that journey of change? Is it stress? Is it um, anxiety? You know, because I know you mentioned that too. Is it a frustration with certain things in their lives? What do you think is one of those biggest blockers? I think it's like the feeling of being, of getting uncomfortable with newness. Mm. So change, um, I just wrote a recent blog about this. Change creates uncomfortable feelings and creates uneasiness. And you have to be okay with feeling that way. And I think change isn't the restriction or elimination of anything. It's just a different way to get to your your goal. Because the road, you know, if you think about it like a map, you're going the wrong way. So you're just turning around. Yeah. And you're trying a different highway. Yeah. And, you know, this might be a better one, a faster one. So if you just kind of, you know, it is what it is, you know, you, it's going to take you to the next step rather than being like, oh, I have to change everything. And I have to, you know, you have to be adaptable. Yeah. Adaptable, more positive, because I know I I know I got into this habit of, oh, I don't want to do something that just feels like work. I want to do something where it just feels natural. And I'm happy and it brings me joy. You know, this is why I even started back doing podcasting because I'm like, oh, this brings me joy in my life. So how important you think it is for people to have certain things that are joyful just for them in their lives that can really, because I think those comes with mindset changes too, because once you have joy and you go after something, you see yourself doing it, then you said, okay, if I can do this, then I can do something else you know what I mean right. I can achieve that so how do you think how important you think is joy in you a need life? to have joy in your life so like yeah. maybe your job is just your investment into your joyful you know second habit or second oh, job that's a really good you way know? of looking at like it like it's mm-hmm. your it's your investment into your backyard garden mm-hmm. and so when you rephrase it like that it does it it makes the you know going wherever you don't really want to do um better or you know i'm investing in my body because i want to stay healthy for my family and live longer or you know i want to be able to travel and walk and hike and not be you know out of breath yes and store on my vacation and so this this is what i have to do to be that person like i have to go out and practice yeah so it's really having a really good why behind it then yeah because if it's a should then it's a then it's a goal that you know then it should be on your grocery store list it has to be something that makes you a little scared yeah you're right fear does pushes you to um to achieve great things we do know that so yes it it, it does it really do it pushes you to get achieve great things and being uncomfortable in places because that's how people in with job like if you're uncomfortable at the work it's time for you to go it's time for you to move either to a different position or move from that company period because now you're not even you're not even comfortable being there anymore you're in an uncomfortable space so i definitely get that yeah so um we're gonna we're gonna end the show soon i had a few i had another question that i wanted to ask you know because i always have to write down my notes when i'm doing shows because i have so many things that i want to say sometimes and i'm like oh i gotta write them down and make sure i remember that um being a positive thinker um, do you consider yourself to be a positive thinker? I aim to be a positive thinker. Every okay. Day. And that's why I wanted to know, is it, is it an achievable goal to say, Hey, I, I am a positive thinker. I've, I've seen people on social media. I've run into people who are, I feel like, man, they always think positively. Is you think that's something we can really achieve or is like, like you said, something you just work towards every day because you're going to have good and bad days. I think that if you work towards it every day, it becomes that you are one mm. and you're mo- and you're aligned. And then when you're having a day where you're not being positive, you're more woke to it. Yeah. You're more aware of it. And then you're like, okay, my, I, I'm not ha- showing up how I've been showing up. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a really, really good interview, Kate. I've learned so much myself. You know, I feel like I had my own one-on-one coaching with you just now. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I've gotten so many questions answered, so many things that I wanted to know when it comes to mindset change and changing my relationship with food. And I feel like I myself will go back and re-listen to this episode too, just to make sure that I take down some notes um, on what we talked about. Um, Before before we end the show, I want to ask you a question that I normally ask my... um, my guest on the show, what advice, what good advice, uh, what advice stands out from for you that you receive from another woman? 
that listen to your gut and your intuition because it's always right. And so I really follow that. And um, that's super important. And, you know, tomorrow's another day. You're capable of anything if you want it. So, you know, don't, you know, you can take a break, but don't quit. Don't quit. I love it. Listen, thank you. You're welcome. This has been awesome. I do want to offer your audience a free complimentary session on my website. If they go, they can go ahead and schedule one. Good, good. Listen, make sure you schedule it because I have learned so much today. And I'm just excited about taking a few steps in the right direction and changing my mindset and my relationship with food. Um, I'm Shani Sanders. This is the Girl Take No Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and watching also on YouTube. Please, please, please make sure you contact Kay. She is a great life coach and mindset coach, as you have heard through this conversation. It is definitely something that is life-changing. It's something that we all need to be on a better path. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.